What's going on, guys? Nikhil and Lucas finally back with another episode of Hip Hop Hype Hour. I just realized that was the first time we took a break in a while. Yeah, yeah, we've been going on a weekly cadence for for a long time, so it was a well earned break. But I think it was a necessary one for a couple of reasons. First of all, not a lot really happened last week that would have yeah. given us like enough substance to talk about. And I think we kind of made the same mistake two weeks ago because we only had a 35 minute episode and I feel like we didn't really say a whole lot that was actually interesting. But at the same time, as you know, I was sick, so I was off and I re-listened to the episode and it was very apparent to me that I was off and you knew that yeah. I was off as well. Yeah. I, I the weird thing is I didn't feel like that was 35 minutes I thought we went an hour my head was just so stuffy that day that it's just like I, I wanted to get it over with and I really thought that we had actually hit an hour on the episode and then I looked at the time I'm like oh it was only 35 minutes oh my god yeah you know you gotta watch out for your health first man so yeah, in the I'm, future I'm all good now uh, we got right. actually we got a lot to talk about today and I really hope that that hiatus gave people a time to get caught up because I know when we drop stuff every week, it's very easy for people to get behind because it's not like our episodes are very short by any means. Yeah. I, know, I know a lot of people are behind, but I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are, or have gotten a chance to catch up now. So we're all good on that note. Um, and also, like I said, taking that break also allowed more like new music and some news to build up. So like I said, we got a ton to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Starting off and I'll actually delay this, but just wanted to mention it before we start. So we got Super Bowl halftime tomorrow. Um, obviously, really exciting stuff. The first time in a while, or if ever, that I can really think about that we're getting like a hip hop halftime. Yeah, show. yeah. You know what I mean? And obviously, a lot of this has to do with the fact that the Super Bowl is in L.A., so I think they wanted to go with California because yeah. I mean you got Snoop Dogg, you got Dr. Dre, and you got Kendrick, Kendrick. all West Coast yep, L.A. Yep. artists and especially Snoop and Dr. Dre were part of that like West coast rap era, you know, uh -huh, uh -huh. Kendrick more so is part in like the 2010. So obviously he's from LA Compton, but he doesn't really fit into that West coast genre. You know what I mean? He's kind of his own figure. In that yeah. Way. Yeah. When Kendrick came around, we were past like the right. West East coast hip hop genre. Exactly. Yeah. And like recently Snoop also bought death row. Right. Which right. Right. Way back. So, so a lot to talk about with that. I think there's going to be a lot that, that, that plays course. into the future of, of hip hop west coast hip hop with course, the super bowl show yep so um i'm gonna hold off on that though we'll talk or most of the episode is going to be about that here uh -huh. but we definitely gotta nail on some of the other topics here before we get to that um two weeks ago we talked about donda too and i was actually i was very high on kanye right at this time just because you know he he was he was on his drama a little bit at the time mm -hmm. um but it wasn't like super overblown yet I think a lot of people were still like mostly excited about the possibility of getting new Kanye music. And right. Believe it or not, now that we're only about like like 10, 11 days from when the album is supposed to 10, drop. Because yeah, we, 10 about, days. About 10 days because today's February 12th and the album's supposed to drop on the 22nd. Yep. It seems like it's actually a possibility because we're seeing all these screenshots of supposedly future Travis Scott, Drake, Baby Keem, Young Lean, all these people um you know in the, in the studio yeah yeah photos listening parties have supposedly happened so i would actually say that the chances of the album dropping compared to when we talked about it two weeks ago might have actually gone up am i fully convinced right now no <laughs> right because it's but, kanye you can never be fully convinced but you never know i mean i i feel like something in some capacity does exist 
and oh yeah yeah if we don't get it in 10 days we will get something eventually well whether it be official or a leak i'm not even convinced you know yeah yeah because yeah. that's happened with prior projects right you get a leak the full thing never comes out with kanye exactly um so i i could see something like that happening easily but also, like, it, it does seem like Kanye is really eager to release music versus, like, uh, you know, when he was rolling out Donda, it was more he was eager to kind of perform and, and be in the right headspace mm -hmm. and really master this. Right now, it just seems like he just wants to get stuff out, to, to put stuff out there to get spotlight on himself, right? So speaking um, of being in the right headspace, that's what I wanted to jump into next because, man, this guy has been off the rails the past week. Um well, yeah, well, I, I mean, like a musical headspace, right? Okay, Versus, well, I, I was just talking about his own headspace <laughs> in general because that was what I was going to actually mostly talk about. So obviously the Kim K saga really intensified in the past several days. Yes, and yeah. Unfortunately, I really thought he was past this version of himself just based on what we had seen from Kanye in the past couple of months. You know, the, re the reunion with Drake and the Free Larry Hoover concert, the appearance at Coachella and mm -hmm. everything that was happening. It seemed like he was doing very well. And then out of nowhere, he's back on the social media rants and not on Twitter this time, but on Instagram, um, posting in all caps, just saying whatever is on his mind and just spilling it out onto the like on the pen and paper. Um, and it's kind of disappointing, honestly, just because he's publicly shaming obviously Kim K and like the matters with the divorce, which is something that right. should be kept private. And I'm sure she wants to keep private, but can't now because obviously Kanye leaked all the details and whatever is really happening, you know, who knows, but it really does seem like, cause there, there is that whole saga about how like, uh, like Kim won't let him see his kids or something like that. And right. That right. One post about like, uh, God, please bring our family back together. And it's like a photo of yeah. all of them. And then there was a thing about um, TikTok. North, North <laughs> supposedly having yeah. a TikTok account, which Kanye posted as misinformation because it actually was not North's TikTok. It was Kim and North. And it said managed by an adult on the TikTok account. So it's like mm -hmm. Kanye wasn't giving us the full story there. And Kim even made a statement like, you know, I really wanted these matters to be like kept private and like for us to handle it like on our own terms. But Kanye is, you know, not letting me do that. Um, and it's yeah. pretty disappointing just because, you know, obviously there was that. And then all of a sudden he pivots and brings Billie Eilish into this, which obviously a different separate from the whole. Kim yeah, yeah, it's a separate issue. It's just like he goes, I need Billie Eilish to apologize to Travis Scott. He will be performing with me at Coachella. If Billy doesn't apologize, I'm pulling out of Coachella. So now he's like screwing over one of the biggest music festivals of the year because he's once again, just like he did to Taylor in 2009, basically trying to publicly shame a young popular female artist for absolutely no reason. Um, you know, all she did was hand an inhaler to someone in the crowd who was struggling. And right. I don't know why, but Kanye said that that was a diss at Travis Scott for some reason. I don't, I don't know. And he said something about, oh, Travis at Astroworld, like he couldn't see the crowd. He's very hurt. It wasn't his fault or something I, like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, not trying to defend Kanye at all here. Okay. But my understanding was it's just like people, like fans, like online, like uh -huh. took that clip of Billy helping the fan and were like, this is how you help your fans. Right. Right. Like they, they weren't even really directing. Right. Like it was just in the aftermath of, right. of the Travis thing. People right. were talking about how do you help your fans stay safe? 
so you're right it wasn't it wasn't even anything aimed at so kanye like completely took this out of proportion that's what I, that's exactly um, what i'm saying he's just yeah. coming at this completely from left field and it's kind of disappointing just because like so not only is it that okay it's one thing that you're going at billy eilish and obviously just i'm sure other people just like me are thinking about the whole taylor swift thing again it's you know why yeah. why put a young female pop star into this light for absolutely no reason at all and trying to like publicly like derail her image but at the same time it's like why are you saying that i'm gonna bring travis scott to perform with me when that, that's the big thing yeah travis scott and the, the only reason i think uh either kanye or billy eilish one of the two are performing is because travis is not right know? so it just doesn't make any sense like he's not supposed to be there so why are you as a headliner trying to bring someone on stage with you that the festival already can? So from a festival organizer's perspective in Golden Voice, it's like, what are they going to do now, right? Right. Are they going to pull I, Kanye I, now? I think they're going to pull Kanye. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to have him be there because like if he's going to incite controversy. But the other issue with that now is if you pull Kanye... People a lot of people are gonna be mad yeah yeah right? so so i could see i could see this happening you know i could see that it's the case that kanye is not in a good enough uh like mental space mm -hmm. to perform when mm -hmm. it comes time and so he's gonna want out and then golden voice will be more than happy to say okay like we'll get someone else like i'm i'm sure they already have people on them backup like hey if kanye drops will you come right like i'm i'm pretty sure they already have that just because i I think Kanye's got a history of pulling out of concerts and shows like this. And it seems like he's heading towards like a worse space than he's been in, in a while. So oh, I'm getting 2018 Twitter rant vibes. Yeah. He, he, honestly, honestly, my, my opinion as a big Kanye fan, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love Donda, you know, I thought was, he had some of his best stuff recently. And, you know, we had a new Kanye verse come out this week. Right. And I thought that was one of his best verses. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it since the life of Pablo, right? Yeah. Like maybe his best since No Parties in LA. Mm -hmm. I do not want new Kanye music if it means that he is like putting himself in a bad space, mm -hmm. right? Like I want him to get the help that he needs, put the music to the sideline, put all of this stuff to the sideline. Cause you know, like, I think that's something as a fan, you can be selfish, like, oh, you yeah. know, like I want my artist to make music no matter what like people were like that about eminem right when he was going exactly. through his drug problems people were like oh we need druggy eminem because that was like good eminem like mm -hmm. no man <laughs> like let the dude actually, get help we got donda when kanye wasn't actually a very good headspace despite, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, despite the divorce kind of happening around that time it didn't seem like it really got to him until more recently you know when it, it was the pete davidson thing i well, think the pete davidson and also i think now the legal ramifications of the divorce are starting to come to fruition right and exactly I think that is really starting to bother him but one thing that honestly bothers me in all of this and we've touched on this topic before is kanye's fans seem to forgive him for just about anything yeah you know? like i feel yeah. kanye could do some of the absolute worst things you can imagine and people would still go support him 24 hours later yeah you know? yeah um whereas with other artists even some of the biggest artists in the world you know they do one thing wrong and they will get absolutely chastised on social media for it but not I kanye I, I think this kim k thing is a good example like he's definitely threatening pete davidson in his songs and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. displaying very stalkerish behavior. Like that's not okay. 
I mean, I just think about it in terms like, you know, you have someone like Travis who um, obviously we've talked about this several times, like, and people have varying positions on it, but just think about, I think it's very clear that the majority of people were anti-Travis Scott around the time that it happened. Like if you had to say, okay, what percentage of people were defending Travis Scott versus what percentage were saying, no, this is his fault when it happened. Definitely, I think more people were against him than siding with him. Have the tables turned now? Yes, 100%. I think he's won a lot of people back over. And we've said this several times, a lot of people have largely moved on from the Astroville tragedy. But with Kanye, it seems like there's always more people supporting him than like saying this guy needs to stop mm -hmm. when he does do mm -hmm. anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I yeah, this definitely I think goes back to like the discussions we've had on like how do you as a fan like hold an artist accountable? Like, well, why know I mean? is it that we hold Kanye to a different standard than everybody yeah, yeah, else, yeah. regardless of all the messed up stuff he does? Well, I, I, it's definitely the music, a hundred percent. Like Kanye has such a legacy through his music and so much influence on the industry as a whole right now mm -hmm. that I think people are like more eager to work with Kanye or listen to Kanye or just be involved with Kanye than they are to like, I don't know if that makes sense. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like a respect type thing. Right. That is very true. And I think also a lot of it has to do with the fact that Kanye comes from an era before social media, you know? So when yeah. you have artists who have really grown and blown up through social media, or at least during a time when social media was a thing, they tend to get quote unquote canceled more easily. Whereas it's like, you you never hear anything about like, oh, Kanye is canceled, right? But every other artist, like at some point, the internet trolls will come up and be like, oh, it's time to cancel this guy. You know what I mean? Are you, so you're saying like uh, people whose careers have come about in the social yeah. media era are more easily influenced yeah, by exactly. social. I mean, I mean, that makes sense. Like if you're using social media as a tool for your career and popularity right. then it only makes sense you're more affected by what happens on it yeah, yeah i agree doesn't that. really use social media like other artists do yeah he know? uses it to post uh his inner thoughts unfiltered yeah, yeah and it's weird that he's doing it through ig yeah. now and not twitter yeah. I mean, that that shift is kind of strange. maybe he's banned on twitter i don't know no i don't think so no he's not i don't think he would be banned on twitter but Anyway, um, that is, I guess, really all we have to say about Kanye. I'm sure that the saga is going to continue to build. Like, I, I don't think he's done posting on Instagram. Wouldn't be yeah. surprised if we got more today or tomorrow or whatever. This week, yeah. But I really do hope it resolves itself and doesn't get much worse than it already is. Because, like, I'm honestly not too fond of him right now. And, like, up from a health mm -hmm. perspective, I hope he gets what he needs. But at the same time, I'm not a fan of how he's alienating so many people that are really just innocent you know like especially yeah. Billie eilish right like yeah why drag her into this like i don't even think they know each other like that you know yeah so yeah it is what it is but anyway let us get on to some of the other stuff here so we already talked about travis a couple of times but travis and kylie actually um welcomed their second child i think a few days ago uh wolf webster is his name um so now you got stormy and wolf i saw a tweet that was like why are they trying to like bring the x-men into the world or something like that <laughs> so interesting names funny. but i feel like honestly this is just a jenner kardashian thing at this point you know just, oh yeah, like, yeah give your children exotic names like north and stormy and wolf and I think it's still better than what Elon and Grimes named their <laughs> Kyle. 
Yeah. Oh, was it? Is that how it was pronounced? That's how it's pronounced because it's the Greek letter Chi, and then the oh AE God. is like a Y, and then twelve is for the twelfth letter in the alphabet. So, oh, it's mm, Kyle. That's how he's. That, <laughs> that kid is gonna get bullied. Oh man. He's gonna have to. He or she is gonna have to get a legal name change, man. That. that oh, man, absolutely. That's very tough. Um, but on to new music. So, uh, new Lil Dirk, seventy-two twenty on same date, February twenty-second, twenty-twenty-two. Um. So I, I warned you already because you already texted me and you said this album uh-huh. gonna be mid. It's not gonna. Be I'm good. saying it. I'm sticking to my guns, guys. Oh my gosh, she! I you already messed up on BS Forever. Like, I didn't though. No, like here's so. The here's the thing: you messed up on the numbers because you said it was gonna be Roddy Rich level and it ended up selling. No, I said Roddy Rich level, but it's gonna sell better. That's what I said. Better. You didn't I think to that you back. predicted like. That's true. I didn't predict it selling as many. I didn't predict. I did not predict 150. I did not predict okay. it to beat the weekend. That's true. That's true. So I'm not going to say anything about Little Dirk's numbers, right? Because I, I think that they'll be. I actually know how well. I'll say something about it. I'll be could be okay. completely what's wrong. Your, what's your? What do you? What do you think Little Dirk is going to do numbers wise? Uh, 120. I think he's going to do less than Gunna, but okay. more than Roddy. That's fair. Um, I would probably give a similar estimate, but I feel like we might be lowballing a little bit because just because of the run that he's had, it. I, I feel that's like there's true. a ton of people who really overlook the year Lil Durk had in features last year. I think he had more Hot 100 entries than Lil Baby, believe it or not. I I know he was definitely up there, but, like, that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know. No, he was not up there. I think he was number one in Hot 100 entries. That Just based on that, why I I think 120 might be lowballing a little bit, but at the same time, it's like – I know people who are Gunna fans, right? Yeah. I've never really come across anyone who said like, oh, I'm a Lil Durk fan. Like, That's true. That's true. Fan, you know That's I mean? absolutely true. And even someone like myself, who is a huge Lil Baby fan, as I've made clear over the past three months, and Lil Baby and Lil Durk have kind of been synonymous in hip hop for the past one year. Mm-hmm. I don't go out of my way to listen to Lil Durk. I like his music. And when he comes on as a feature or anything, like, sure, I'll listen to it. But I, like I said, I don't go out of my way to listen to him. So those are the two, like, I guess, polls that I'm trying to balance right now. It's like, okay, he had a huge 2021. Obviously, he's going to get the streams. But yeah. at the same time, like, who is he going to get the streams from? Right. I, I mean, I think there's definitely going to be people that come check it out, at least for the features, because I'm I sure he's going to have this the, album for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I think he'll get the initial numbers, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to have much longevity unless he has like a big hit, sure. which will be carried by features. Sure. So um, you're going to see, I feel like you might get at least one hit off this album, though. Oh, sure. Sure. You will. Sure. You will. Like my, my prediction is, and this is just because I think this is just the state of trap, you know, I don't know. Has the features list been announced yet for the? No, album? I don't think so. I don't think. Okay, so. so so then I'll make my prediction here. My prediction is it's going to have a feature from Future or Thug, probably both. Mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage, uh, G Herbo, Lil mm-hmm. Baby, mm-hmm. Gunna. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be like the same bland list of features we've had. One or two other artists. It's going to be twenty tracks. The front half's going to be pretty good. The back half's going to be really weak. And for that reason, it's going to be mid as hell because that's every trap project we've gotten in the past six months. I would not be surprised if we got a Drake feature just because they definitely have other stuff in the vault. And yeah. every all the few past releases, obviously there was Laugh Not Cry Later, August 2020. And then there was another new Lil Dirk feature on CLB. 
on mm-hmm. the Bible, right? So I would not be surprised if we got one there. Kanye, I don't know, uh, just because I feel like Lil Durk would be more likely to feature on Donda. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I don't think, you know. Um, but uh, really, what intrigues me about this album is I think this is his first like major solo release since he really blew up you know what I okay mean? sure sure which is why i'm curious to see where this goes but obviously we'll, we'll talk all about it um i think at least 100k sales is a very good actually oh, yeah I, for, I forgot it's dropping on a tuesday so that's gonna affect the numbers i still think it'll break 100 i, I, think s- I still don't doubt it will break 100 it and if donda 2 drops obviously that well we've seen now that it doesn't really seem like simultaneous releases are affecting numbers that much right because it right. didn't not affect like it used gunna. to yeah. it didn't affect gunna it's not it's not as big of a thing anymore but i mean that's on the way i'm pretty excited for it um i think the features are going to be great obviously looking forward to more dirk and baby because they're basically the new baby in gunna that we had like four years ago. <laughs> that's <laughs> true that's, that's yeah, very true gonna be super excited for this album um so let's talk about all the other new music that's dropped not mm-hmm. only last week but also uh this week uh, speaking of little baby <laughs> jumping right into it so this oh, man. do we have do we have a problem Nicki minaj featuring little baby we also got- they're not ready they can't handle they can't handle Nicki minaj and baby bro <laughs> he even says that in the song like, exactly they say that in the song they're, they're not, not ready, ready for to see baby with the barbie or something like that. yeah i was like what <laughs> so i actually really like this song when it first dropped i was like yeah i don't know about it it's all right but then i was hearing yeah. little baby's verse a few more times i'm like yeah he went off as usual it's um, pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like i was like wow you know i even thought like you know this is a pretty good little baby verse really it's cool nikki that i think the visual was really good oh yeah it's like it was like six minutes or something wasn't it it was, it was like a long but it was nine just, minutes yeah, yeah it was, it was long. just like very drawn out but um yeah, man, Lil Baby is just one of those artists, if you think about it, has he ever, like, had a mid-feature, if you think about it? He's had, like, okay features, but usually yeah. he's so consistent with what he delivers. I think he's, like, 21. Like, 21 yeah. and him are the same caliber. They're just, like, a different caliber of feature. You're getting a 21 feature, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be solid. It's going to be bars. It's going to be there, right? I just think I'll, I'll so say the crazy. same about Lil Baby. I just think it's so crazy that how a Lil Baby feature is starting to get up there in like the top 10, top five. Like if you want to chart, get It's like Drake man. level, almost. Drake, yeah. mm, I wouldn't say almost. Drake level. I said almost, not there, because Drake's number one. No, 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 no. Not even, not even almost, no. Because like, think about it this way. I don't know where this song is going to chart yet on the hot yeah 100. Like, but for drake you know it's number it's one it's gonna be on the hot 100 somewhere yeah you get yeah. a drake feature it's going top 10 yeah, so, yeah yeah especially you get drake and nikki on a song together it's going top 10 right yeah but yeah, sure, with, sure. baby it could be anywhere on the list right so it, it's like a guaranteed you know chart but we don't know where uh but but regardless it, it's just crazy how he's gone from like you know he was the one who needed the cosigns so now people want his cosign um, right people have been paying big for that feature man yeah for real but uh, from nikki's perspective i think it's like it's a little disappointing because her, she's not been the same since the pink print and that was a like really great hip-hop album that almost won a grammy for that matter and there were like multiple I, hit songs off the pink, pink print but since then it seems like nikki has just been trying to get singles from like whoever is like popping at the time like yep. she went she six went nine low, yeah, six nine in 2018 fifi and that song actually blew up so it worked but people were like like Nicki minaj you're one of like the like i wouldn't 
you know, I would say one of the greats from the 2010s. It's like, why yeah, are you? She was. Why are you getting sick a six nine feature? You know, like right. why are it's you the one? As... Why are you the one seeking this feature? And it's the same yeah, thing in this yeah. situation. It's like, why are you the one seeking a little baby feature? Because she did it again. She dropped like Do yeah, this a week, problem right? Last week, and then she dropped a single called Bussin with little baby like two days ago, and the second one was actually mid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it had like almost no little baby on it, and it was yeah, exactly. It was really yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's going on with their like. It seems like she's just trying to stay relevant right now. There's just yeah. such a wave of like strong new like female artists that she mm-hmm. seems to have like lost her voice, I guess, because she used to be like the strong female rap artist. It was her and Iggy. That was it, right? Iggy, exactly. But now you got Cardi to scratch well, like that Cardi more also- like kind of fun vibe. So- the thing with Cardi wow. is she hasn't dropped. She dropped one album, and then I don't know what she's she doing. Drops, now, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> but you have you have like an, an itch to scratch for that, right? You've got right. like Doja, you've got Sweetie, you've mm. got like uh, Lizzo. Like, there's so many artists that kind of fill right. the niches that Nikki used to encompass totally, oh, right? Hundred percent. So I think she's and, and you know you know she was really big with Lil Wayne and Drake, and yeah. and they haven't been nearly as like collaborative as they were in the past right there was seeing green from last year though that was a right track. right right exactly yeah so there's still the op- opportunity i guess but i think she's lost her relevance for the large part and it's hey, kind but of I, I, i've been telling you what when when baby drops this year is a beat watch out watch we'll out see. he's gonna take he even said 2022 i'm coming or whatever something we'll like see. that yeah he did say that in the in the first, first in line verse. in the verse yep so we'll um, see we'll see expect a ton more baby features and then i would say we probably get an album this summer that's gonna be my from nikki or baby baby nikki's coming sooner you think all right you oh, think she's coming with an album yeah yeah, yeah yeah i would think so just because it's been the last album was called queen right in 2018 yeah, yeah. So it's been a while so she's probably trying to make one last attempt at somewhat of a revival but we'll, we'll see um new two chains album as well last week Oof. i actually did not listen to it I, and you had to remind me that it dropped because i was like really two chains dropped a project yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't oh i don't know about about two chains. i think he he definitely like i listened to this project it was definitely like for me it was horrible because I, my biggest nightmare has been in, in rap has been these really bland generic trap albums with the mm-hmm. same production like the same like lifeless features and that's what this project is but it's two chains doing it yeah so it's not even like chains. someone who is a specialist in trap it's two chains yeah but remember two chains used to be really big like maybe a decade eight years ago yeah yeah but that was before trap right he wasn't a trap Very artist true. and Very now true, he's yeah. like over beats and trying to kind of do pseudo yeah. track he had a very short-lived run yeah yeah so i, I thought i don't it. i don't know if i'm ever going to visit this project just because i yeah. feel like there's nothing really waiting for me there but don't do one, it one one that is on my list of what i need to get around to is saba a few good yes, things. Yes, right? yes, yes 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 you listen to this i mean we heard him live at day in vegas the crowd was super into him and he had a great performance as well and you we're raving about this project this project i love this project guys yeah i i think this is definitely my favorite rap project so far this year i like this better than the earl project um just because you know it's got it's got some good themes on it uh you're laughing about the earl project <laughs> i'm with joe button on that one. Oh man i ain't listening to that bs <laughs> but there's some good tracks on that earl project but but the saba project you know it's got like that if you like concept album it's got a concept it's about him dealing with like leaving chicago because his last project is kind of more of a coming of age in chicago story 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, but it has just really interesting beats that you're not getting anywhere else. Some really great flows on this project. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah, I, I really was appreciative of all the love that he got in Vegas because I think uh-huh. he was one of the few artists that acknowledged he had a crowd that was just waiting on Don Tolliver, right? Right, right. But the crowd was still into it, into it right? Like, right, he played off of it well, yeah. Unlike yeah. other artists, <laughs> Roddy Rich, um, <laughs> where everyone was waiting for Kendrick and not engaged, right? He wasn't able <laughs> right, to capture right, the right. crowd, but Saba captured a crowd that he knew was not there for him. Right. Which so you got res- impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you might have a lot of return festival goers like who come next year that because uh, I think he'll be back next year at the festival. Yeah. And yeah, they might actually like go to see him, you know, especially I would. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah, I definitely would. So that's what I, we got last a- week um, that I had listed. We actually got a lot more uh technically so thursday night which technically means yesterday because yesterday was right. friday we already talked about Nicki minaj and little baby busting now they really did not need to drop another one this should have been a throwaway no. it was not that good um <laughs> now the i think highlight was city of gods kanye fabio yes. and alicia Keys. Yeah, so this is a the lot highlight of people thought that this was off donda 2 this actually is fabio's song yes and it's yeah. probably gonna be i think it's the lead single for his album bible that's gonna drop on march 25th of this year executive produced by kanye so yeah i'm expecting big things from this project on the one hand i i definitely am like i definitely think that fabio and kanye is a really good combination i mm-hmm. think kanye's got an ear for like kind of these drill beats that are a little outside of the just like the norm of the the sound um but i didn't love this single Me if neither. i'm going to be honest I, I think it's because you were expecting an off the grid yeah that, no. yeah the problem was I was expecting something from Fabio with the intensity of Off the Grid. No, that, that's my point. That's the yeah, 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 yeah. Because this song is actually very, very similar to Off the Grid. Oh, it's even a got Cardi the, uh, Ad- Cardi Adlib. Yeah, exactly. It's got Cardi Adlib. It's got like the same, like a lot of the same sounds, mm-hmm. um, just organized slightly differently. So I guess like in that respect, I was like not happy with it because it was too similar to Off the Grid sonically. But I agree that we had very without the low, intensity. It was low energy yeah. from Fabio, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I that scares me a little bit. But I think he'll bring it on the actual project, right? No, so I'm, I think it I'm was more about, about getting a single with Kanye on it out there for the right. You know, to that's get what I'm excited thinking. because yeah. he's executive producing the project. I'm sure we'll get a more high energy drill songs on the right, actual right. project, right? It, it, it also felt like this song was kind of meant to be like a huge pop commercial hit. Because the Alicia Keys hook, mm-hmm. like it is, it is straight up Empire, like State of Mind Part Two. Yeah, like the hook about New York, and New like York you State know, this is gonna be in movie trailers. This song's gonna be it. Like people are gonna want this for movie trailers, oh, yeah. commercials, yeah, like stuff like that. So it feels like this song is crafted for that, and not necessarily the same as Off the Grid was. No, but Kanye's verse on this song, oh man. But at the same time, Kanye's verse was insane. Forget about Kanye and Alicia Keys for a second. This is good for drill because I've said this before. In the past like two years, we have not, we've kind of seen drill fall off a little bit just because it doesn't really seem like anyone's making that type of music anymore. Um, I don't really consider the little TJ album from last year a full on drill album. It's not. (laughs) TJ does drill, but it's not the only thing he does. He's a very unique artist in that lane. Uh, but Fabio, we know, is straight up like drill beats. Like if there's anything like cl- the closest thing to pop smoke we have is Fabio Foreign. Um, so one of his first line on his verse, or 
Yeah, his first or second line on the verse was Pop's dead on the King of New York now or something like that. So yeah. I think he's definitely stepping into the role of like successor of, of Drill. Of course. And at least he's trying album, to. Probably about six weeks away. So really excited yeah. for this one. Yeah. And I'm sure that it's going to be a very good project, especially because of Kanye's influence on it. What else did we have? So future... Another project of Kanye influence. Actually, I think. Well, I'm just going in order. Okay, the list sure, that I sure, have. Sure. But uh, Future dropped a single called Worst Day. Nothing really special here. It's a typical future single, and you described it perfectly. It said, you don't expect anything less than future. He's rapping about how he has too many hoes on Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> it's such a weird concept. It was missing the drug references I would expect from future, but... <laughs> but I would not be surprised. I think it's... Yeah, we're actually gearing up for a new future project yeah, because he's yeah, been very so. active in terms of like release, like features. He's uh-huh. obviously executive producing Donda 2, supposedly. And it's been about two years since High Off Life now. So yeah. it's about that time when Future like drops a new project. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything special just because he's very saturated now in terms of his sound and there's not really anything new he can do. But if he gets the right features, there'll be a few bangers on the album. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Always, there always are. What was the album you were going to bring up? I was going to bring up Diet Coke, the Pusha T single. Mm, that, is that was also Kanye. Like Kanye worked on that. and Very old um, beat. I think the beat was about 20 years old. Was it really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Or is it like the sample? Oh, yeah. And Kanye just added like a little sample mm-hmm. on top of it or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a Pusha T track. You know, if you want to hear a man rap about uh, cocaine and all sorts of different euphemisms, then mm-hmm. this is the music for you. I'm so, expecting. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I'm expecting that I know Pusha T said he was gearing up for a project last year. This was on like the Pop in Smoke like album. July, <laughs> yeah, July. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, uh, now push about to drop something, something, something. This was literally like seven months ago. Yep, 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 yep. So he's gonna he's bound to be dropping something soon. I wouldn't be surprised if it's another Daytona like project. Like mm-hmm. this uh, uh single cover definitely has the aesthetics. The beat definitely had the aesthetics of a right. Daytona, like darker, grimy really short and concise yeah. so i'm expecting something like that again with a um, lot of Kanye influence on it yeah for sure i think that's exactly what we're gonna get um and i believe it or not i actually thought daytona was a solid project i'm not gonna play myself exactly here and man, say that good but um whatever we get should be pretty interesting from push it see i do i think he has a very unique voice and flow mm-hmm. and mm-hmm he'll probably deliver something pretty good on this album. So we'll see whenever it does drop now, actually. So uh, transitioning a little bit into Super Bowl, but not fully yet. We actually yeah, yeah, have yeah. a new Snoop Dogg album. Um, and maybe I didn't actually look into what it was, but um, maybe you have more context on like what actually we actually got from Snoop. I thought you were going to talk about the Mary J. Biology, uh Mary J. Blige did drop an album, Blige, but apparently you. so did Snoop Dogg. I didn't know Snoop Drop Boater is what I didn't even hear about this. Let man. me see what exactly it is because like <laughs> there it's, on death, it's on Death Row Records. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm I've put Row it up Day. on uh, Spotify. Yeah, I did not hear about this. Yeah, um, <laughs> that shows that shows you something though, man. If I I didn't hear about this, I don't know if Snoop's team's doing a great job of uh, marketing here. Well, I mean Snoop at this point, he he's more of a celebrity now than anything. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. 
I don't think people really care if he drops music or not. Like you see him more in commercials and like the Corona beer ads, right? So that's absolutely true. You know, so he, he's he's a very he's like a, a character now more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, he's a brand. He's a brand. He's a brand yeah. exactly. And, and th- th- for that reason, it's like the fact that he's going to be at the Super Bowl. It's more of a tribute type of thing, just like Dr. Dre. Like everyone knows who he is, so right. uh, that's why he's there. But that's why I'm really excited to see what Kendrick brings to the table, because I think from a music perspective, everyone else is like very old school other than Kendrick. Right. So mm-hmm. I think he's definitely going to be the highlight of the show, but not let, let's not talk about that yet. Let's get through the rest of this list. Right. So um, I don't know if this was my friends trolling me or not, but they said, y'all got to mention Yeet on hip hop hype hour. Do you know who, why EAT? Have you heard of who this guy is? No, so I haven't. He's mostly, from what I know, a meme rapper from TikTok. Because uh, do you remember that one? Uh, there were a couple of really like goofy TikToks I sent you. There was like a potato spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, we're the problem, man, or something. That That's Yeet. So he has a, a song um, that people use a lot in TikTok sounds. And uh, apparently he actually has some good stuff from what people have told me. Because I think even Yachty was like playing one of his songs. On really? Something. But as as of what I know, he's more of a meme rapper. At the well, point. apparently he's got a project coming, yeah. and that's why Two Alive is what yeah. the project's going to be mid-February. So, so I don't want to say anything definitively because, yeah, so if you look him up, he's like known for his eccentric online persona. So I think he's definitely more of a meme rapper. Yeah, this definitely sounds straight up like a little Dicky type. But it's very possible that he's just using the meme rapper phase to kind of like to catapult, like to yeah, catapult yeah. himself up, which is honestly the with the way TikTok is now, I would not be surprised. Like I have been noticing um that one Migo song, Major Bag Alert, getting used a lot on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Would not be surprised if it en- entered the Billboard chart soon, just because I've seen so many TikToks using that song. So yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things we've talked about like what kind of like the chokehold that tiktok has on the music industry now so let's see what happens in the coming weeks not only with yeets but also some of these other songs that resurface if you remember money trees also had a phase oh yeah money trees had some because of tiktok some right? longevity yeah yeah yeah, yeah so I mean, it's really crazy to see this influence that's a song that obviously it's off a classic album you know it's never going to completely fade away right like, people right. are still going to listen to it like you know to this day but some more stuff listed here. So Kodak Black dropped a single apparently called Grinding All Season. And if people don't know or haven't heard of it, his song Super Gremlin is already becoming one of the bigger hits recently. Like it's still like top five billboard and it hasn't really left the charts recently. So, uh, you know, Academics was super, um, he was really talking about this. He's like, oh, look at Kodak, right? Everyone wrote him off. He was in jail. And then he dropped Super Gremlin and he's at the top again. Like very reminiscent of Tunnel Vision almost because that song was charting for a really long time back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I mean, I was definitely one of those people. Remember, we had that episode about people that fell off and I was like, Kodak fell off. I was like. And I was trying to tell you like, no, I don't think so. Even yeah, though I, yeah. I don't like Kodak, I'm not a fan of him. But I was keeping it real with you, and I was trying to tell you, like, nah, I don't think so, because, like, there's still a lot of people who really support his music. You know, and he really surprised me on the uh, Gunna project. I really liked him on on that Gunna track. I actually did like his feature, too. I think that's all it takes. Like, one good feature like that, he's back in the limelight. But, you know, Supergram was different. Yeah, yeah, it's before that. that. It was 2021. Yeah. So, so sure, sure, sure. You know, maybe I was, like, 
hasty and, and saying that's what i was going to tell you I his solo were, projects still aren't doing insane numbers yeah i right? mean i think kodak has always been kind of a single artist you know that's fair that's fair his albums as a cohesive unit don't tend to do that great but his he he's had multiple hit singles before and sometimes that's all it takes you know yeah yeah i i just don't know if he's ever gonna be at the level i don't know maybe super gremlin has suppressed like the level he was at once and i'm right. talking out of my ass but i don't think he's ever going to be at the same level of prominence that he was yeah for sure let's talk about mary j blige a little bit because you wanted to bring up that album so what's going on with this one Oh, that's all I was going to say is it, like she dropped a project. I didn't really get a chance to listen to it, but uh, maybe I listened like a few tracks or something. Uh, yeah. But that's what like the Super Bowl artists are gearing up for releases. So I thought you were talking about Dre. I thought we we're going to pivot over. That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, that Dre or not Dre. Sorry. Snoop yeah. All these Super Bowl artists dropping new music. But Ray, you know who did it? They had something too. Kendrick, Kendrick, oh, Kendrick and Eminem. I thought we were going to get something on yeah, Friday. Or I really Thursday. did too. I, I really did. Um, because we got something from Mary, we got something from Snoop, and Dre had something called like the Grand Theft Auto. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, he had a little EP from the Grand Theft Auto. It was like a rate yeah. on a radio station or something. Apparently, I don't play GTA, so I, I don't know. Okay, but why but. does Mary J. Blige have a song featuring DJ Khaled? That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> That's actually the one I listened to. Because I was like, what is this a DJ Khaled feature? And it's just him, like, one. we the best. The Migos did this. One. Why would you want to have a song right. that featuring DJ Khaled? You know, what and I mean? For the numbers, of course. Oh, yeah. my goodness, dude. But we the best. Stupid, bro. Last thing on the list here before we talk about Super Bowl. So Saweetie uh, had dropped a song with her. So I'm expecting this one to actually do numbers because I saw multiple people actually posted about it. Yeah. It so I think Saweetie is one of those artists that actually has a very dedicated fan base. Um, and mm -hmm. She's had a few mm -hmm. hits in the past and uh, is really doing well for herself. I personally don't listen to her music, but um, she kind of rose to prominence when she was with Quavo and had a few songs with him back in like 2018. And since then has kind of organically built herself up yeah um so i think this single is gonna do good numbers and i mean honestly good for her you know that she's really been able to create like a career for herself so, yeah she's definitely she's carved out her own space i think one of the more prominent female rappers i would say now yeah so let's talk about super bowl because that's the thing that we've right. been building up to um but that was great though i'm actually I'm actually happy that there was a lot to talk about because we've kind of, we've really been deprived since like Don FM and DS Forever came out. I thought it was going to be nonstop, but then it like, I don't know. The uh, I knew, I knew we were going to enter a little and... bit of a void, but um, now, I mean, we've got Super Bowl tomorrow and now next week we'll yep. get to actually talk about our thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show because we'll have seen it by then. But um, let's get so into this week's it. our so, predictions, huh? Yes. So we got uh, Super Bowl. What number are we on now? uh 51 51 no oh, 61 no 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 it's not it bro you're all over it's 56 56 56 super is it 56 yeah well I, I had it pulled up and i was trying to read the roman it's numerals LBI, yeah. 56 I, right. I thought the v was a 10 i was like oh it's 16 i was like no 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 that's a five no, come so on, i know arabic numerals not roman numerals <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so let's talk about it um I do want to talk about the game a little bit because I think why would we oh hell yeah the Super Bowl? So we got um okay a little bit of an aside. So now we're, we're um we're doing a sports feature for a few minutes. So um we got Bengals versus Rams. Uh, mm. Very mm -hmm. unlikely. Um so the, you look at the this Rams. is actually the matchup I wanted. Like at the beginning of playoffs, I was like I really want Rams and Bengals. Okay, so, so you, I'm you so happy. For, but here's I'm so happy. So I always thought the Rams had a chance, but I wasn't 
like if you had like said okay like if you're putting money on it would you oh yeah on the rams making the super bowl i would have told you no for a couple of reasons i think it was just a path that they had to go through to get yeah it was really hard they had to play yep. arizona who i thought that I, I didn't think that game was going to be a problem you know the cardinals had really fallen off the second yes half of the yeah, season. yeah 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 the only significant like win they really had was against the Cowboys. But, unfortunately, you know what I mean. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say the Rams. Yeah, they beat never the mind. Cowboys. No, they, they. I believe they lost to the Rams, didn't they? No, no, no. I thought you were gonna say the only challenge the Rams had was the Bucks, and I was like, oh, that was a big challenge. No, but, so, so I, I thought they, I like, they were gonna else? like it was gonna be easy pickings against the Cardinals, and it was. I mean, Kyler yeah, Murray completely yeah. like just like screwed up, fumbled the bag. Yeah, the Rams obliterated the Cardinals, so that was no problem. Um, I thought the Bucks were gonna give them a serious run for their money now and the they were did. injured yeah. and they did actually because the rams yeah. were up 27 3 but i mean tom brady has they came back yeah them. almost almost yep. did it and then stafford made that incredible throw to cooper cup and I- i'm really happy for stafford because he's really rewriting his legacy right now. yeah he is he is because he was he was about. a throwaway like yeah so he was a first round pick 2009 he's been with the lions for a decade and he was just like a lot of people said oh stafford's not like that he's not the answer but the reality was that he was just with the trash organization the right lions. the lions yeah a good quarterback <laughs> on a bad team and he had made it to the playoffs once and lost right so he had never actually won a playoff game and now look what he did he won three straight and got to the super right. bowl so i think stafford and, and i mean shout out to like la rams and sean McVay. you know they took that gamble traded golf for Stafford yep, yep. and um, and it paid off paid off, big. paid off because people were questioning like Matthew Stafford really you know he's already in his 30s like is he really mm-hmm. the answer because clearly Jared Goff wasn't I mean he got to the Super Bowl but that was be- mostly I think Todd Gurley was a bigger factor in that yeah like I think yeah. the fact that Todd Gurley was just such a better running back than anyone else in the league at the time it took a lot of pressure off Jared Goff and he got to the Super Bowl and couldn't even get a touchdown. So Sean McVay blew it up and said, all right, we need we need to try something else. And they went all right. in, you know, they went all in. On, you know, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. They got Vaughn Miller midseason. They got Odell midseason. And they all paid off. I mean, look at Odell. He's playing like a wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Odell is playing really well. Like, I, I'm a leader because I, th- I think he's so overrated because of his one-handed catch. It was, Baker. It was all Baker's fault. I'm telling you. But he's, he's actually doing really good on this. Yeah, yeah. So I – definitely think the Rams are a sh- like super strong team here. Are, right. They, I mean, obviously they got cup, they have the, they have the running backs, they have the receivers, they have the they defense. Have, they have That's the, the huge thing to too. blow out the Bengals because the yeah, Bengals have absolutely. one of the worst O-lines in the league. Now Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans, but that didn't stop him. Right. But now you got Aaron Donald and Von Miller running at you against. The They're at, line, right? <laughs> yeah. These guys are going to be it's after gonna, him yeah. the whole game. So that's going to be interesting to see how Joe Burrow reacts to that like constant pressure from the defense defensive line. Obviously Cooper cup is going to be dangerous, which just opens up more opportunities for Odell, but we've seen time and time again from the Bengals. Like this is the unlikeliest of super bowl runs, right? You know, they right. beat the Raiders, they beat the Titans, they beat the chiefs too in overtime. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow just finds a way, you know, you throw it to Jamar chase and he'll make something happen. Yeah. I mean, Jamar is just a rookie. He broke Justin Jefferson's record already in one season for most receiving yards by a rookie. Right. So they got that LSU connection and it's just like, are the Rams the better team? Yes. Should they be the favorites? Yes. But oh, are absolutely. They, can you cl- make it like clear cut that the Rams will win this game? No, because Joe Burrow is just like that. Yeah, that, that's definitely fair. Like the Bengals should not be in this game, but they are. And so for that reason, well, I mean, they should be in the game because out. of Joe Burrow. 
Like, no, 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 like, like if you look at them from like a pure like uh, like underdog, like a ranking level, right? They were the wild card. They weren't yeah. expected to make it this far. That's what I mean. Not like they shouldn't be. Like they didn't earn their way there. Now I just but mean like gonna say, ranking wise. Like, in the moment, who would be more likely to crack under pressure? I would say Matthew Stafford versus Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow just has like a different composure about him. Maybe. I mean, I think it, the Bengals have definitely shown that they can play in really high like stress situations really well from their like their run to get to the Super Bowl. But I I don't think you can count the Rams that I I don't think you can say I'm Matthew Stafford's gonna crack. Though. He's I'm, he's a veteran quarterback. He's got I would a lot say that the, the Rams should be favored to win this game. But it's like right. the Bengals just also have such a interesting offensive attack. You know, like Jamar Chase just makes things happen. Joe Burrow just makes things happen. You can't really explain why. Sure. They just sure, do. sure. they just make but, things but, happen. I don't I'm gonna be Mason honest though. It was like a top three running back. I'm going to be really honest, though. Like, I th- I thought during the regular season, the AFC was playing so much worse than the NFC that my prediction is whoever made it from the NFC is going to, like, well, blow I out. I think that. Yeah, so I think I think ultimately the Rams are going to end up shutting down the Bengals. And I just they're going thought, to I just, I was, I didn't think the Rams were going to get this far because from my did, point I of did. view, they had to get through the Bucks and the Packers to get. Sure, through. sure. They had such a tough road, but then the Packers screwed up and then they just yeah, passed the 49ers <laughs> who almost beat the Rams. If not that is something though. Points. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. So um, if, if I have to make my predictions, I would say that the Rams should win this game, but. But will they? But will they? Because I think it'll be more like Joe Burrow is going to make things happen. And also Matthew Stafford could crack under pressure. Okay. Okay. That, those are my predictions there, but it's we'll going to see. be, a, I'm sure it's going to be a great game. I hope it's not a blowout. I hope it like, goes yeah, I really hope it's a close game. Yeah. I hope it's a really close game, but all right. So that's our aside on sports. And we have to talk <laughs> about that because why would we talk about the Super Bowl without talking about the game itself? Let's talk about halftime. So we got Kendrick, we got Mary J. Blige, we got Eminem, we got Snoop Dogg, we got Dr. Dre. How do you think this is going to work? Because I know you've been saying, like, I don't have high expectations for this because I'm not sure how this is going to work. It's, it's clearly going to be California Love is going to be at some point in time. Maybe the intro. I, that's what I think. I, I've seen people saying that, right? Like, uh-huh. there's a lot of collaborative tracks with these artists. So that's how I could kind of see it flowing. I could see it flowing like, uh, you know, it starts off California Love and then it jumps to a Dre Eminem song, maybe Guilty Conscious or something. I don't know if they have a... That's that's the only problem I see with this Super Bowl show is that like a lot of songs that the artists have done together, people may not know. Like Kendrick and M have a song together. People so won't know. Here's what I was going to say. I would you got to look at these artists discographies and they're most likely going to play one of their top five. Play the big hits. Play humble. Songs. Yeah. Because I mean, and, just look at look at what The Weeknd did. Right. And when we were talking, this is before the podcast even existed, but I remember I was having conversations with my friends last year. It's like, what is he going to perform? And I knew he was going to do the big hits, but for some reason I still wasn't fully convinced because I thought he was still going to focus more on after hours, but uh, you know, blinding lights, uh, heartless, maybe obviously he did save your tears, but now that I, or in your eyes is another one I wish he had performed. But now that I look back and think about it, it's like, what was the set list? So he opened with Starboy, one of his mm-hmm. biggest songs ever. Transitions into Hills, huge song. Transitions into Can't Feel My Face. Transitions into I Feel It Coming. Transitions into Save Your Tears, earned it. Little bit of an interlude with House of Balloons, just to give a mm-hmm. little bit of a tribute to the OG fans because he knew they were watching. And All right. Finished off with Blinding Lights. Yeah. So you basically, what albums did you get? You got three Beauty Behind the Madness, 
you got two Starboy, and you got two After Hours, right? Right. Really nothing from anything else. Even a lot of big songs like, uh, what was that one song called? In the Night, right? Which was also a big hit off of Beauty Behind the Madness, but not nearly as much as to where like the general public will have heard. Would know it. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's where it really gets interesting for a lot of these artists is like, or these, the rappers that are performing tomorrow, you know, it's like a lot of their big hits are really old. They're like from the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. But it's not like we haven't gotten an old school artist perform because we had Prince in 07. Right. That's true. That's true. So um, I'm I'm more thinking in terms of like Kendrick's perspective is like, right. That's what what I was going to say. They're going to perform. That's my issue is because like, he's so new compared to the rest of them and his songs that he has done with the rest of them were not big hits. Like Dre and Kendrick Compton. Kendrick and M have Love Game, but yeah. those aren't big hits. They're not going to do those because exactly. no one knows those. I would say that like Kendrick Lamar is one of those artists that um, doesn't have as much of an influence outside of like his genre that other artists like in the past have done. I'm not, that's not a knock or anything like that. I'm like, Kendrick Lamar is a rapper and nothing else, you know? Like think about the artists we've gotten in the past. Like obviously The Weeknd is a huge man. Oh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Coldplay, sure. Katy Perry. These are artists who like people have heard their songs, whether they like make an effort to listen to the artist or not. You're going to have a lot of, um, excuse like, me. Like they've heard their songs in Walmart because those exactly. are pop songs in H- Walmart. Or in H&M or something like that. Yeah, right? people aren't playing Kendrick in, in Walmart or maybe yeah, they are, but not <laughs> And you're the gonna have I've... a lot of like uh like you know families watching and like more like elder like elderly adults like in their 30s yeah. 40s who maybe have not even heard humble even though it was like one of kendrick's first like number ones in the hot 100 um mm-hmm. another thing to consider is that kendrick's not the only one in this boat like some of the other artists are the same thing but they've not really dropped an album in the streaming era right that's the so, thing about these old artists that this guy no, like, Kendrick mm. is the same thing because we haven't gotten a project from Kendrick since 2017. Obviously, if Kendrick drops something now, it's going number one, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the hype around him is just crazy to that point. But like when Humble dropped, I think it was either number three or number one, and it only stayed there for a week or two. Really? I think so. I remember being that short lived. So unfortunately, I think Humble is the song that Kendrick is going to perform. Yeah, just because it's what people know. That's what I think. But I don't, unfortunately, I don't think it's the song he performs best. Yeah, I agree. agree. And I really don't want this turning into like a a Travis sicko mode type of thing, you know, like where people are like, oh my God, I was expecting something way better from Kendrick Lamar. And he just performed Humble and like left. He's probably only going to do like one or two songs. Yeah. And I think... If you saw his um, college, because he did the college halftime show for in 2018, was it? Okay. I don't remember when it was, but he did do the college playoff, like one of the playoff games halftime show. And uh, I was watching that with my family. I remember that. And they were like, this is awful because like <laughs> it's a rap performance. It's different than traditional. Usually it's right. Different, right. Like they'll have a backing track. And they'll like try to get the crowd to kind of back and forth. Like that's just what rappers do sometimes when they perform. And that did not translate well to like a live TV performance. So that was when I I saw Kendrick perform live. I saw him in that halftime show. And I like, I agree. It was kind of like harder to watch because it was kind of, um, it was, there weren't dancers. Like there wasn't large choreography. There was a live, massive live crowd. So it was different, right? This is going to be different because this is going to be, them performing with dancers it's not really going to be i'm not expecting there to be a crowd on the state like 
They might really actually. Interact. There might. There, there might. They might. They might like, yeah, go yeah. back to what they did and let people like run forward to the stage. Right. Well, I'm I'm kind of hoping they don't influence the crowd with that. I hope they keep their performance like self-contained. That's my hope. Right. And in that case, I could see that he might not do humble because humble is very much a song that you want the crowd like energy like back and forth and also the ad lib in humble is like sit down a little bit you know what i mean like i don't I think he's see, gonna i could actually see him do desert that heavily i could see yeah him do Mad yeah City. i could see him do mass city or like swimming pools because that's like a very like it's a fun party drinking song and there's uh-huh. not a lot of cursing in it right yeah but i don't know if swimming pools is a big enough hit no, I, I think I think it is a big enough hit okay. to where he might perform that one. Do you think Money Trees? That's that's something that's been on my mind because no, 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 TikTok no, no, no. it had a big resurgence. So. Don't you don't so. think, so. think so? I would say that if I had to, there's three songs that I think he could probably perform. And I, I really am confident it's going to be one of these three. It's either going to be Mad City, it's uh, uh-huh. Humble, or um, Swimming Pools. Yeah, I, think I, I, I would agree. Those three, it's probably gonna uh, be- actually. I want to throw one more like hat in the ring. Okay. I want to throw all right in the ring. The reason I could see all right is because it's a very positive song. It's like you can kind of frame it in the context of COVID if you're like someone who's averse to, <laughs> to you know what I mean? Like, so like the very conservative, angry NFL fans, they can be like, oh, Actually, no, this is COVID song, guys. I, I would probably say, I think now that I think about it, I think Humble has the highest chance. And you know why? There was a complete clean version of that song. Oh, really? There were two versions of it that dropped, and you know how they usually um like just edit out the explicit language. They changed it up on the clean. There version. were two versions of humble. Okay. One was purely clean, and where he was actually saying different words. And okay, then that, that's very possible. Leads me to believe that that could be the one, but I hope it's not. I really hope we get like right. Mad City or Swimming Pools um enough about kendrick obviously we're huge fans so we're <laughs> talking about him a lot but do you think they're all all five of these guys are gonna enter all at once or do you think they're gonna come out one by one i think that it's not gonna be one by one i because i think you're gonna start with multiple i at least snoop and dre are gonna come I out agree. i think, they I think dre's gonna bring him out and yeah. then i feel like kendrick yeah. is gonna enter last and yes, i'm very I interested agree. to see what he wears pay attention to his outfit yeah, I'm curious to see if he does like the scholar noble laureate looking outfit. That's what the vibes I got from Day in Vegas, right? It was oh, much I think more he's gonna like, he's gonna do something completely like crazy. Yeah, but also this is like a big national performance. That's my like point. I think everyone's gonna see it. Sure, 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 sure. But people are already talking about the Kendrick project. So I don't know if he needs to like have a very eclectic costume and performers to elicit the same response that I people are going okay so if the vegas costume makes a return it's definitely a huge sign yeah oh i think it, i thought it was anyways i thought it okay. was like very much pointing towards the theme of the project it's going to be very like he's talking from this like knowledgeable scholarly standpoint position, right? Yeah, right yeah exactly exactly yeah do you think there's going to be any special guests because there's at some super bowls no they, if, no because no, if you no. remember j-lo and shakira brought out bad bunny and j balvin right yeah yeah but at this like these the, we have five huge hip-hop artists who are they going to bring out there's already five of them they might actually okay hold up i've i've seen this flying around i don't know i hope this is not true but i've seen people say they're going to have a like a hologram uh tupac thing again uh maybe actually uh I, yeah I, oh, oh good point i, think I could see could, that 
I could 100% see like a tribute to Tupac in there because he, Snoop even posted like a photo recently yep. Yep. of him and Pac, right? So I think you could 100% see like a Tupac tribute. And that, that fits with Kendrick Lamar really well because, you know, to Pimple Butterfly, the like closing track, he has this long thing with Tupac and Tupac's always been a big influence on him. I could I definitely mean, was see Tupac it. not influenced? You know? Yeah, okay, sure, sure. But Kendrick has been very clear to the yeah. point of putting it in an in outro for his album, right? Right. right. Um, so I could see him, like, that's the only, like, guest I could see, though. I don't think they're going to bring out, like, Nas or any other like because jay-z is the only other artist i think they and it's in that same caliber of artists as dre yeah. and snoop and and m but i think they're trying to maintain here. like the la the california exactly yeah. well, except for eminem eminem's not so he's detroit but like the thing is i don't think they're gonna try to bring any new york into it you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. always sure. you know Let's talk about Eminem a little bit, actually. I Because uh, we talked about Kendrick a lot, but what do you think right. he's going to play now that we think about it? I think he, if there's one song I have to pick Eminem perform, I think Not Afraid. Just because it's so, like, radio-friendly. I just think that it's, like, his... one of his most, like, notable songs. But it's not, like, a... It's very... Or maybe Rap God, because it was in the... So, like, so Rap God was in the commercial. So I don't see the songs being in the commercial being the well, ones Humble they perform the on the... Mm. Actually, that's a good point. So are they good? Okay, good. There's a lot of, we have a lot of thoughts flowing around right here. So just to back it up a little bit. So I know they had like a big conference uh, yesterday, was it? Or was it Thursday? It was Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. And uh, the only two people that weren't there were Eminem and Kendrick, uh-huh. right? So when we talk about Eminem and Kendrick, I feel like they're coming at this from a different angle than uh dre snoop and mary are right because the all three of them just dropped like something they just dropped something they just dropped an ep or album or something and they're all pushing something like snoop's got uh death row records now right so i think they're going to come in it from that angle i could see eminem and kendrick using this as a platform for new music and either announcing or teaching something like doing like a little interlude super bowl has never been a platform for that yeah, but I mean, this could easily be a first, right? But again, it's Kendrick, and he yeah, operates yeah. how he wants to operate, right? Yeah, so so this so I could see them just doing like very safe, massive pop hit, and then having a little teaser or having a little something for their new music. Mm-hmm. Very likely, very likely. So for Eminem, I actually think uh, "Real Slim Shady" has a really good chance because that's like that's the only song I know that people are still like. Mm-hmm. Every- one still knows that song and, and yeah. rap song not afraid right. kind of had its run and you don't really hear it anymore on radio and stuff you still hear the real slim shady like you still hear people playing that for sure yeah i mean kendrick like i said i think both of these artists are eminem and kendrick for that matter are artists who have never like they've never conformed to the standards of what other artists conform right. to in the music right. industry. They do it out of pure like passion. And like, like this is my like calling, right? Like I was born to make music and like write and have some of the best lyrics of all time. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, they just carry themselves a little bit differently. Maybe Eminem has succumbed more to the trends of the music industry in more in the past decade. Yeah. But Kendrick yeah. never has, you know, Kendrick yeah. always is silent and he drops when he wants to drop, you know what I mean? Um, right and tde has always been like a vessel for that because like they don't really control 
or like hold him back or anything right they kind of let him do what he wants which is like other artists who are signed to like these more commercial magnates are more under their restraints if that makes sense right right so i i could see is kendrick kind of being the one who kind of breaks away from that norm and uses this as a way to maybe perform something new who knows right i don't i don't know if we'll go like that far or if he does perform something new it'll be like a very small snippet i don't think we're going to get a full song I, that's definitely i think about these guys my point is if the weekend can play house of balloons for 45 seconds uh, yeah yeah exactly why can kendrick not hint at something that's what i think fans, i agree right? with that i agree with that i agree with that 100 so th that's the reason i say it. now i guess another thing is we should probably compare like where how do you think this is going to stack up to last year because i don't think it's going to top last year bro <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so but, uh, my opinion is there's too many artists mm -hmm. in this halftime show for it to be yeah. as cohesive right like the weekend had this very cohesive very well choreographed he was all over the stadium he had all kinds of like crazy like interludes and switches i think that there's going to be some unnatural moments in this yeah. performance like when you switch between some of the artist songs it's just not going to be as fluid Right. right and for that reason i don't think it's going to be as good of a performance right i was actually re-watching last year's with a friend a few days ago and um we were talking about how like it's just pretty crazy because if you think about it super bowl performances are usually never solo like the weekend got to yeah. do his own thing yeah. it was just him and that was uh, again because of covid and he didn't have like a traditional performance with the stage right in the middle and the crowd all around him he mm -hmm. was using the entire stadium as his stage so believe it or not, I think the pandemic helped him into delivering. Like I agree. I agree. Performance. One of the most memorable. Absolutely. It was just so cinematic and crazy with how, you know, he was at the top, like in the car. And then you had like a chorus doing call on mm -hmm. him. And then he kind of drops down and he walks out of that golden like gate with his arms up and opens with Starboy, and then he transitions into the tunnels then comes back out onto the main stage and then during the mm -hmm. house of balloons interlude he made his way from the top down through the stadium and then out onto the field for blinding lights it was just absolutely insane and it actually did not look as good from within the stadium because for the first time they catered it more to the tv audience yeah because yeah. that was where more people were watching so they had fake crowd noise and they had the camera work done perfectly to cater to tv um i was saw some footage on youtube of people recording within the stadium and it was the energy was just dead because it was not for the people there in person it was for the people right. watching on tv right this year it's going to be more i think it's going to be more back to the normal scheduled like so. stage in the middle a couple of dancers for your choreography yeah. but that's about it like I, I don't so, think they're gonna it's be so too... opposite to last year because you had one solo performer and now for the first, right like, you're bringing five like i can't remember the last five, time huge, five names. huge names yeah, yeah 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 the last one i remember where there were multiple huge names was like uh, i believe it was uh cold no it was not cold play it was it was cold yeah, yeah yeah or maroon five five no 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 maroon five was with travis um it was cold play beyonce and bruno mars but that was such an L. That show sucked. No, it wasn't. What? Yeah, no, it was. That was yeah, that, that show was bad. No. I think the only reason you're saying that it was an L was because Beyonce and Bruno stole the show from Coldplay. I, I mean, I don't like Coldplay, Coldplay either. Coldplay featuring Bruno and Beyonce. And Bruno and Beyonce, like, killed it. I don't know. Either way, either I, way, let's, I've never been a fan of, like, the massive, like, 
pop mashup Super Bowl shows though. Oh, yeah. I've never I've never enjoyed when there's four or five different musicians that bring out like they bring out and they switch the sound that much. So that's why I didn't like that show. I thought they were just the sound was just such an abrupt switch between Coldplay and Beyonce and then Bruno. Such an abrupt switch, yeah, in my this, opinion. This has actually been a long time in the making. I think this Super Bowl was announced in like July, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a long time it's ago. Been, it's been a long time in the making. Um Okay, so we, let, let's backtrack to our actual, like, this year's show. So we talked about Eminem, Kendrick, Dr. Dre, Snoop. What about Mary J. Blige? What do you think she's going to bring to the table? Because she's actually not an artist I, oh, I forgot about Now or Never. Oh, with Kendrick. Yes. But that's, like, that's from the extended version of Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, but that's I not even remember it being fairly popular. Was it really popular? I think so. I know they have hits. That, that's what I said, though. I don't think it's nearly as popular as a humble or mm-hmm. or like something like that. So like I don't imagine. But like also another thing is I don't imagine that a lot of the NFL fan base listens to rap anyways. Like I think a lot of them are going to tune out for this halftime show. Yeah, so it's, I, I see two like there's two parallel universes, one where these artists say, hey, we're not going to care about the NFL fan base because they're not going to watch anyway. So we're going to make this for our fans or for LA, right? It's going to be a tribute yeah. to LA. It's yeah. going to be like a lot, a lot of their shared music and a lot of them about Compton and like for Kendrick, right? It's going to be about Compton right. and stuff. And so they're going to just kind of be playing off each other, good energy. And then there's the super commercial version where they each just play their safest or biggest hits. Yeah. And I really, really hope we get the like the LA tribute. Exactly. It's just so hard to predict this year's show because last year I think it was you could make safe bets on what he was gonna perform. Like I I think his set list was basically exactly what I thought he was gonna do with a few differences. I think California Love and Still Dre are the only songs I would bet on. Like Still Dre is gonna you're absolutely gonna hear the signature. Like you don't think we're gonna hear the the next episode? Mm, wait is the next episode that's, the Snoop, <laughs> that's like the snoop and dre like, double um, double yeah d-o double g d-o double g okay yeah exactly. okay you're right that one maybe yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, was probably. also in the commercial yeah 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 so, so you're probably now the question that. is are they going to perform what they did in the commercial because if they do l right like why would yeah 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 because yeah. rap god with eminem would be such like a oh i don't know man it's not catchy like you can it's a good song but like people aren't gonna be like rapping along to it or vibing because it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to do that right yeah, it's just so hard to predict what they're gonna do because unlike so with the weekend i mean he had such a like uh, his discography is so much like tighter right and mm-hmm. you knew for a fact that he was not gonna perform anything off the mixtapes or Kissland, right you you had three albums you right knew you were gonna get songs from beauty behind the madness Starboy, after hours right three projects with every not now in this field you have five artists who have like like probably like a combined like 40 100 years amongst oh yeah, yeah. Them, right they have but a like, century of music easily what do you like what do you select from it's just so vast and hard to predict mm-hmm. and maybe that's, that's what... why maybe that's why it was announced earlier because they needed more time to put it together yeah not in terms of like what it's gonna be like because obviously the weekend had a crazy like overall set but for these guys, more about like coordinating amongst themselves, like what are right. they going to perform, timing, who's going to enter at what time, are they going to do any collab songs together, you know? And I'm expecting, how long is the actual show? Actually? I was is about it to, <laughs> you stole the words right out of my mouth. So some have been 15 <laughs> in the past, some have been 30. So the weekend oh. was, yeah, so the weekends was actually 15. 
So he had a shorter show because of the fact that it was solo, right? But uh-huh. I think J-Lo and Shakira had a much longer halftime show. Um, and I'm actually going to uh, do some research and verify this. Okay, um, sure, sure, go ahead. So I could see the um, the 15 minute version just being like a lot of fast cuts, right? Like it, it being like a, like the piano interlude for Still Dre, and then like he says a few things. He doesn't really do a full verse, and then it cuts straight to like a uh, rap god or something, right? right? Like I see it being very cutty if it's 15 mm-hmm. minutes. A lot of quick cuts, transitions, not full songs, just very rapid fire, like boom, boom, boom. So I'm actually uh, looking at I'm looking at the news right now, or at least what people are saying. So apparently the quote here is hip hop stars tease one of the best halftime shows ever ahead of Super Bowl. Now, of, of course, course, they're going to say that <laughs> they're going to say that. But at the same time, it's like there's got to be something in here worth like, you know, anticipating. And I'm actually looking at the lengths here. I don't think you're going to get anything 30 minutes, you know, because it's going to be Shakira, 15. Shakira yeah. J-Lo clocked in about 14.21. The weekend was about 14.18. Katy Perry was actually 12.35. Maroon 5 with Travis Scott Big Boy clocked in around 14. Lady Gaga clocked in around 14. So 15 minutes. Um, it's going to be very rapid. Fire minutes, then. Yeah. I actually do anticipate we're going to get a snippet of all their songs. They got teased. Uh-huh. But it's, there's also going to be probably California Love. Maybe Kendrick teases something new. Maybe like a classic song from all of them as well. Like right. Real Slim Shady or, or uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Like Good Kid, sorry. Not Mad City. Wrong, wrong one. Right. And I really think Mary J. Blige might be the one who does a collab with one of them. Basically. She's the glue. She's definitely going to be glue. glue stuff here. There, yeah, right? yeah. Like I don't see her really doing a solo song because I can't really think of many like because she's not an artist that i've ever really listened to like that you know for Priscilla. yeah yeah right. that, at least i haven't yeah mm-hmm. well i think there's no point in ranting more about this i think i we've think already we speculate everything we liked in yeah um, so i guess we'll wrap up with that obviously the show is tomorrow so i believe the game starts at 6 30 eastern meaning all these guys should go and mary j blige should go on stage probably around 8 eastern um and we'll be back next week to actually reflect on what we said today and how it stacks up to what we actually got um, okay before, be before, before we sign off though i want to nail you on some predictions okay. rams or Bengals? i already told you this i, I, you I, said I, rams? I think I, the rams i would probably lean more rams in this game okay so you're ram you're locked in rams sure but I okay, I, i'm i'll I'm, I'm make you lock in All right, i'm locked in rams too uh, okay, and then for for one song from each of these artists, did you have your locked in prediction? You got to pick one song that you're 100 okay. sure they're gonna play. 100 sure. Oh god. Yeah. I okay. I think that Dr. Dre and Snoop are gonna enter with um, uh, next episode. I think that's just like too iconic, right. more so than California Love and Rain. Okay. Um, and I think, but okay, it's honestly 50 50 between that. No, 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 no. You gotta lock it. Okay, next episode, locking it. Next in. episode. Okay. 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 Uh, for Eminem, not afraid. Gonna lock it in. Uh, for Kendrick, humble. <laughs> Let's lock in swimming pools. Really? Okay, lock okay. In. Lock I'm in. I'm locking in humble for Kendrick. I just know he's gonna play humble, and okay. like fans are gonna be sad. But what about Mary that's J. Blind? This is. is the one where I can't like decide. I looked up the numbers for now or never. It's only forty four million. So I don't think it's going to be now I'm or never. looking at the numbers for her specifically, and like it doesn't really seem like she has anything that's been crazy numbers-wise. There's a song called Family Affair that did 230 million. Maybe really? something off the new album, possibly. She might yeah. be like the X Factor, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Sure, sure. Uh, we'll we'll say. Uh, I'm looking at her, her songs on her new album. We'll say the DJ Khaled song, "Amazing." <laughs> that's that's my lock in. It's gonna she's gonna bring DJ out Khaled DJ guest Khaled. feature. She's gonna bring out DJ Khaled. Bring DJ, out DJ Khaled. Say, the best. I'm oh locked in. God. I'm all locked right. in. That's my that's my prediction. Well, that's all we got for this week. We'll be back next week to actually talk about what we saw and what went down. So. Uh, excited to be back after our break i hope everyone enjoyed this episode and if you're not caught up definitely get caught up and we'll be back very soon to see how reality stacks up with what we predicted